0: Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only Edgar Avila. oh boy oh boy oh boy how much have times really have changed how far we have come the wrestling world is becoming more and more unrecognizable as i get older i think i'm just getting old i'm out of touch or i'm not with the times anymore and i'm feeling this type of way and i blame nxt's halloween havoc what's going on folks welcome to another episode of snug wrestling with me your host my name is edgar and we got some news to go over this time i haven't been doing the news in the past few episodes there hasn't really been any news worthy stuff to talk about or to report until now we are almost in 2024 it's about to be halloween we got thanksgiving christmas and then bam new year's just like that 2023 is almost over and because the new year is about to begin there's a lot of rumors going around about a lot of talents mainly in wwe whose contracts are going to be expiring in 2020. 24 so we're gonna give an update on that as well as we're gonna go over night one of nxt's halloween havoc and remember please be sure to hit me up at snug wrestling on all my social media accounts so let's get into it let's start off with the news there's several top stars that have not been approached with new contracts that are going to be expiring next year in 2024. One of those stars that was mentioned was Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre reportedly has not renewed with WWE because Drew and the WWE they have not come to an agreement but this already happened with Drew McIntyre back during Money in the Bank. There was a lot of talk that Drew McIntyre wasn't going to resign with the WWE. But that was all a bunch of crap because Drew McIntyre returned to WWE and Drew McIntyre and Triple H even said it in a press conference that the entire time they were just laughing. Is this going to be another one of those things or is this time for real that Drew McIntyre has not signed? I don't think the WWE is going to let Drew McIntyre get away. Drew McIntyre is going to be facing Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel and they have a lot of big things planned for Drew McIntyre at least in the next few weeks 2024 is going to be a big year for new contract deals and negotiations and we might be seeing multiple people jump ships from AEW to WWE or even WWE to AEW Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF the AEW World Heavyweight Champion has been teasing the year 2024 for months and months and months now and he's even mentioned the WWE a whole bunch of times on AEW programming but mjf he can tease 2024 all he wants i know for a fact not even tony khan is that ridiculous to let one of his biggest stars in aew and one of his biggest draws in aew now that cm punk is gone to just walk away from his company tony khan is gonna have to do everything in his power and he's gonna have to take out that checkbook in order to keep his biggest star and his biggest draw in aew Unfortunately for AEW and Tony Khan, money isn't always a factor when it goes into these negotiations. Jade Cargill was offered more than what she was originally asking for by AEW, and Jade Cargill still turned it down and went over to the WWE. Is that something that could happen with MJF? Who knows, maybe we could be seeing MJF in the WWE next year. Another AEW wrestler that recently did not re-sign with AEW was Arn Anderson's son Brock Anderson and there's a lot of talk that Brock Anderson might be jumping ships to the WWE now that Brian Pillman Jr now known as Lexus King is in the WWE maybe that might be one of the factors that can get Brock Anderson to make that jump. Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Jr. were tag team partners in AEW and in the indies before Brian Pillman Jr. joined WWE and there's another really, really big name, really, really big wrestling superstar that, according to the Wrestling Observer, WWE is after Will Ospreay. And Will Ospreay is willing to hear out the WWE's offer. If WWE manages to get Will Ospreay, that would be a really, really big get for that company. But anything can happen, especially now that Endeavor is now running things over there in WWE we've seen earlier a few months ago a bunch of top stars get released from the WWE and with these contracts in the WWE that are set to expire in 2024 they may be looking into hiring some new talent like Will Ospreay with that being said we might be seeing a lot more releases in the near future if these contracts don't get renewed the beginning of 2024 is going to be really interesting and I'm sure we'll be hearing about all of this and much more and you'll be hearing it here as well but enough about the news enough about the contracts and the negotiations and yada 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 let's get into halloween havoc nxt night one the host of Halloween Havoc was Scarlett and Shotzi. Both of the hosts are wearing Halloween costumes and Shotzi announces that they're starting with a Devil's Playground match. Bring out the competitors. And the competitors are Roxanne and Keanu James. The Devil's Playground match is another everything goes, falls count anywhere, no disqualification. And this is an opening match. And I hardly ever watch NXT. I watched it for maybe about three or four weeks straight a few months back. And after that, I said, I'm done. I can't keep watching this show no more. I can't stand no more of this. The last time I saw NXT, I'm pretty sure Roxanne was in another no DQ match as well. And this whole time I'm watching this opening match, I'm thinking, how was AEW barely beating this show, NXT, in the ratings every week back when NXT was on Wednesdays and AEW Dynamite was on Wednesdays? Because NXT is so bad. AEW, they have a lot of established stars out there. And a lot of them are ex WWE talent. And I'm talking about top talent, legends. And you're telling me that AEW can't blow this show, NXT, out of the water. And I already know the first thing that the AEW fans are going to say when they hear this. Well, the WWE moved from Wednesdays to Tuesdays because NXT didn't want to keep losing to AEW. Now, I don't know if that's actually the real reason why WWE moved NXt from Wednesday to Tuesday but what I do know is that aW was barely beating NXt by like fifty thousand, sometimes a hundred thousand and based on how childish and cartoonish NXt is aW should be destroying NXt in the ratings if Nxt is doing eight hundred thousand nine hundred thousand aW should be doing over over A million every single time in the west coast, we get WWE programming at 8 p.m. Pacific time, which means in the east coast it starts at 5 p.m. So the WWE programming it already happened, it already took place by the time that I get to see it here in California. So if I want to, I can just go online and see everything that's happening in real time on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. But sometimes when I'm really looking forward to a show, I I put my phone down because I want to watch it on TV without knowing what's going on. So for this NXT show, I wasn't really planning on watching it. So I hop online, I get on my phone, I hop on my X machine, and I saw how this show was looking, the setup. I saw the hosts wearing Halloween costumes, and I saw the type of match that was going to open up the show. And I literally laughed. Roxanne ended up getting the W over Kiana Jordan. Kiana Jordan got a huge laugh lump on her head the size of a golf ball and then after that we had carmelo hayes who was being interviewed and he was asked did you attack your former partner your friend your buddy your pal trick williams carmelo hayes says that's crazy taking out your friend over a championship but he didn't say no and i mean is that really crazy i guess it just depends how bad you want it he's also asked about his upcoming match versus Ila dragunov and the question is not how to beat Dragunov is why what's my motivation Carmelo Hayes's motivation is a lot stronger than how he's going to beat Isla Dragunov and right before the end of the interview Carmelo says justice for trick but Carmelo Hayes is looking really suspicious he's looking really really sus about this whole situation We get to see Scarlet and Shotzi again backstage with Noam Dar and his group of clowns and they're all dressed up and they're playing with the Ouija board we also got to see Akira Tozawa sneak in there in the picture while no one's looking and he steals Noam Dar's championship cup. And this was just bad, goofy, comedy, haha! segment. Lexus King versus Dante Chen. And this is the only reason why I tuned in to watch this show because I had to see the debut of Lexus King. And there's no way that I was gonna miss this. Lexus King, he gets the super cool entrance where he comes out in his own throne And the first thing that Lexus King says to the camera is Brian Pillman Jr. is dead, long live Lexus King. And we finally get to see his debut match that, I don't know about you guys, but I've been waiting for this for quite some time now. And this is a completely different person from AEW. He moves different, he looks different. And the announcers throughout the match were talking about his dad, Brian Pillman, and how Lexus King does not want to be known after his dad. He wants to make his own way, create his own path, and everything about this debut match was just excellent. It was Lexus Finisher was a modified spinning net breaker from the ropes, and Lexus King won his very very first NXT match, his debut match as he should, and I'm really excited about this new character. We get another women's match, Keilani Jordan versus Ariana Grace. This is for the women's breakout tournament. Keilani Jordan and Ended up getting the win and advances in this tournament. We get a Von Wagner and a Mr. Stone video package. Von Wagner, this is the guy that got taken out by Braun Breaker with the steel steps. Even though we didn't get to see the steel steps actually hitting Von Wagner's head, we were made to believe that Braun Breaker legitimately hurt this guy and injured him pretty badly. Von Wagner was doing some type of physical therapy during this video package and Mr. Stone, I believe this is his manager, is going to be taking up a match versus Braun Breaker. This video package had really dramatic music in the background. It was very, very cinematic. And Mr. Stone wants to get some revenge for his friend, Von Wagner. And when Von Wagner heard Mr. Stone say, you're my friend, this got this big monster looking guy really happy and said, wait, I'm your friend? Mr. Stone says, damn right, you're my friend. And that made this big ass dude smile and he was really happy after hearing that so we're gonna get mr stone versus Bron breaker somewhere down the line Shotzi and scarlet they're wearing different costumes and they're out there with the creed brothers doing a goofy game show segment of spin the wheel and this was a working wheel because it landed right on the tables ladders and scares and this determines the type of match that the creed brothers are gonna have versus los latarios next week on night two of Halloween Havoc, we get some tag team action. Chase you versus Tony D'Angelo and Stacks. This is for the NXT Championships. The match was actually not bad. It did not completely insult my intelligence, but these guys, they were doing some good stuff out there in the ring. It was just weird seeing some guy dressed like a teacher in the ring. D'Angelo, he's wearing sweatpants. And the other chase guy, the big guy, he reminds me of Cole Cabana. He Looks just like Cole Cabana, and I can't unsee it. If you don't believe me, look him up, folks. Chase U won with a roll up, and we get new tag team champions here on NXT. The hard hitting truth segment with Nathan Frazier. This was a goofy news report segment or a parody of a news report. Frazier pretends to be a news reporter filming in a news studio, and he challenges Dominic Mysterio for the North American title next week on. Night two of Halloween Havoc, and Baron Corbin he has an interview, and Corbin says it should have been me. It should have been no, I'm just kidding. That was Dolph Ziggler, but Baron Corbin feels like it should be him going up against Isla Dragunov and not Carmelo Hayes. Baron Corbin was also asked if he was the one that took out Trick Williams, and Baron Corbin said no. If I wanted to do something like that, I would just go up to his face and smack him right dead in his face. I don't have to go behind no one's. Back to take people out. Gigi Dolan versus Blair Davenport in a lights out match. I wasn't sure what they meant by this until Shotzi and Scarlett actually dimmed the lights down in the PC center. And these two girls were wrestling in the dark. And this is no count outs. Pinfalls and submissions must be done in the ring. Oh, and you can also use weapons here too. Blair Davenport won this one and we get more girls matches, more gimmick matches, but we're not done yet Isla Dragunov we get to see him on this show he's being interviewed and this was a good interview by the champion the NXT champion he's talking about his match versus Carmelo Hayes for the championship for the title last time these two faced each other it was a banger of a match except last time Dragunov was the challenger and not the champion Carmelo Hayes was the champion but according to Isla Dragunov that's not going to change anything because now that Isla Dragunov is a champion. He's going to come into this match stronger, faster, and much more prepared so he can retain his championship. So Isla Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes at night two of Halloween Havoc. And we get more backstage segments and more interviews. Carmelo Hayes is backstage again with Shotzi and Scarlett. And the host of Halloween Havoc, they also believe that Carmelo Hayes was the one that attacked Trick Williams. And Carmelo says nah, and just walked away. The Former NXT Women's Champion Tiffany Stratton, she gets interviewed but gets interrupted shortly after by someone dressed like Tiffany and starts acting like Tiffany and then they just get into a fight and that was it. Nothing else happened. I don't know what the point of that was, but this was just ridiculous. Kind of like most of the things that have been happening on this show. But we finally get a wrestling match again after all of these interviews and after all of these backstage segments and it's Lola Vice versus Carmen Petra. i'm totally botching that and this is another match for the women's breakout tournament and i'm counting them people this is the fourth women's match on this show lola vice won and advanced to the finals so the championship for this tournament is going to be lola vice versus Kaylani jordan and the winner gets a shot at the nxt women's championship and up next take a wild guess what we got another backstage segment with the new nxt tag team champions chase you and they run. Into Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin. There is a lot of bad acting on this segment, and Thea Hill and the other girl that Thea Hill is with challenged the women's tag team champions for a championship match next week on night two of Halloween Havoc. The main event was Kira Valkyrie versus Becky Lynch, and this is the fifth women's match on this show. And Jade Cargill is present here on NXT watching along the main event very closely. So, this nxt show it started with a women's match and it's closing with the women's match in the main event the only reason i point this out because i saw a report online where becky lynch said the problem with the women's division is that the women don't get enough tv time now i don't know if becky lynch actually said that or if becky lynch actually believes that because if she does then this right here is proof that that is not actually the problem because this NXT show was full of women's matches and it revolved the entire show revolved around the women's division. So Becky Lynch, please at me at Snug Wrestling when the women are not getting enough TV time because this is a lot of TV time that the women are getting. And surprise surprise, Becky Lynch lost to Kira and we get a new women's champion here on NXT Halloween Havoc Night 1. So congratulations to Kira Valkyrie and there's a lot of talk too that jade cargill is going to be coming after kira valkyrie a lot of people think that jade cargill should start on nxt some people think that she's ready for the big leagues and that she should be starting off in the main roster going up against the big stars like charlotte or rhea and jade cargill has been facing off with a lot of the big stars in the main roster but there's been a lot of more teasing of jade cargill on nxt than in the main roster so everything is looking like it's pointing like jade cargill will most likely be joining the nxt roster i think jade cargill is money and i think if you put her in the main roster i think she'll be good to go but man that was uh nxt halloween havoc let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and i'll talk to you soon